Welcome to Episode 7 of the Guru's Real Estate Agent Coaching Podcast. My name is Bill Zeltman. Today, we're talking about the listing conversation continued. Why continued? Because we went through last week and spoke about all the components of what makes a successful real estate conversation. Remember, it's conversation, not presentation. We say the word conversation because we want people sharing ideas. We want to help the seller make the decision together. We're not trying to make the decision for them. We're not trying to sell them something. We are coaches, we are advisors, and that is our job is to get the, them to make a decision that is congruent with what it is they're trying to accomplish. We wanna be moved into our new house by Labor Day. Okay, it's the middle of June. We need to get your house on the market now. When that person says, well, we wanna do a couple more things and maybe uh, in two or three weeks we'll get it on. Or we're not ready to make a decision right now. Blow off uh, objections that, you, that many realtors get and they go, oh, okay, I'll talk to you in two weeks. No, no, no. Go back to finding what it was they were committed to. They're committed to being in their new house in, uh, in, at Labor Day. So what you say to them is, listen, I know you, you know, kind of want to get that done. We can do that while it's listed. But in order for you to be in your new house by Labor Day, we only have, you know, uh, eight, 10 weeks. This is the only time we, you know, we really don't have a lot of time to, to or wiggle room to play with here. If you truly are committed and want to get in there, we need to get this house listed today so we can start marketing it, get an offer on it, go through inspections, get the, the mortgage process for the buyer, uh, title, et cetera, et cetera. And you see how you can, you, and now they're thinking, again, they're taking their mind off of, oh, I don't want to sign a paper today and going back to seeing what it is they really want to see, which is, oh, I want to be living in my new house by Labor Day. Back to what they're committed to. So real, again, just to review it very quickly. And again, listen to episode six and we go through it. Uh, R stands for rapport, building a rapport with someone. E stands for um, going through and finding out exactly, uh, engaging them, but finding out exactly what it is they're trying to accomplish. So the E is for engage, it's what they're trying to accomplish. Advise comes into three points. The first is talking about yourself and your company and you know selling yourself and your company. The second part of the A in advise is reviewing your marketing plan, using that feature explain advantage that we talked about, not just running a laundry list, but saying, you know, this is the feature, explain what it is, and then the advantage. The advantage of using this is, and show them why they need it. And the third part of advising, of course, is advising the person on how much their house is worth the pricing conversation. We're going to do an entire podcast on the pricing conversation because many realtors struggle with it. Um, I want you to go into every listing knowing exactly what the house that you're getting ready to list is worth, being able to communicate that to the seller and being able to walk out with a listing that is priced correctly every time. And you're gonna be able to do that after, uh, after we go, go and talk about that in a future podcast. The final section to this is list. And that's just a matter of getting the person to sign the listing agreement, uh, not making it an additional step, not making it awkward, making it flow right from the pricing conversation in. Uh, 
So let's talk today. What else is there then in the listing conversation? You know, I, I, I've studied the scripts that, that you have. Uh, I've been practicing them. I know how to build rapport. I know how to engage. I know how to advise. Uh, I've even been practicing how to list. Well, what else is there? Well, in addition, when you go to a listing appointment, it's unlike other appointments. It's unlike a buyer's appointment for sure, because what you're doing is you're at, there's a physical component to a listing conversation. There is uh, when you get there. There is when you meet them at the door. There is where do you go when you go in the house. There is the tour of the house. So there's a lot of physical components that are wrapped together in the listing conversation. So let's start by being in the car. So you are in the car uh, at your listing appointment. First things first, you need to be there early. Never, first of all, and second of all, never give someone a time that you will be there, uh, like an exact time. So for example, if I tell you that I'm going to meet you at your home for a listing conversation at 9 a.m. and I show up at 9.01, what am I? Late. And I'm already behind the eight ball. They're sitting and they've been waiting since five to nine for me to be there, right? Or maybe 10 to nine. They're chafing at the bit and now I'm late. And even though it's a minute or two, it doesn't seem like much. It shows a lack of professionalism, guys. And I want you all to have something that most realtors don't. Most realtors do show up late. They, they show up late for everything. Go to your, your office, you know, if you next time you go to your office, go into an office meeting. And how many of these frazzled realtors do you see come running in last minute, late, you know, sitting down after everybody, uh, you know, the, the presentation's already started. It's unfortunately an epidemic in our industry and I want you not to do that. So there's two tricks I want you to do. First of all, I want you to set a range. I'm going to be there between 9 and 9.15. Now, if I happen to be late, which I still am at 9.01, I'm not late according to them. I told them I'd be there between 9 and 9.15. Okay. Second thing, I want you to get there at 8.45 for that 9 o'clock appointment, 15 minutes ahead of time. Why? Because I don't want you to be the frazzled realtor with, with papers coming out of your binder or whatever you have in your hand and being frazzled running to the door out of breath trying to get there. I want you to be mentally prepared for this listing appointment. So what you do is you get there at 15 minutes before. Maybe you start reviewing the scripts in your mind. You review what you know about the person. Maybe you uh, put on some music and crank it up to get yourself in the zone, but you take that time as you time and just spend a couple minutes in the car getting yourself in the right mindset, making sure everything's organized, everything's together, and now you walk up as a professional to the front door. So now you're at the front door, you knock on the door, and I want you to greet the person with the, making eye contact with a smile on your face. It is important that you make eye contact, have a smile on your face, and shake their hand. If you are a man, understand that you only shake a woman's hand if she puts the hand out to you. Uh, it is rude for a man to stick his hand out to a woman. Um, a lot of people don't know that and a lot of people do it. 
Uh, of course, if it's, you know, man-man, certainly stick your hand out for that handshake. You want to have that handshake, and it needs to be a solid handshake. Uh, no dead fish, uh, if you guys have ever heard that expression. It's somebody that doesn't really shake your hand. They kind of just stick a paw out at you like they're a dog. You need to have a firm handshake. You need to make eye contact, okay? And you need to have that, uh, that person that's sitting across from you or standing across from you, feel a warm welcome. So smile on your face. Make sure you greet both people, if it's a husband and wife that both come to the door or whatever it is, make sure you greet them both. Now, so that's step one. And it, first impressions, guys, they always say you don't have to get a second chance to make a good first impression. Well, there it is, and that's your good first impression. Shaking their hand, making eye contact, using a good handshake, smile on your face, and thanking them for the opportunity to meet with you in person. Now you're going into their home. What I want you to do is find their way to their kitchen. Even if you have to ask, hey, can we go in, you know, do you have a kitchen table? Yes, okay. Why do we go into the kitchen table? When we go into the kitchen table, well, first of all, you're going to go into the kitchen table once I show you where it is. You're gonna stay standing and you're going to set whatever materials you have down. Then you're going to ask them to tour of the house. Why do we go to the kitchen table before we go on the tour of the house? Well, we go to the kitchen table because it's usually one of the most relaxed places in people's homes. It's where they come out in their, in their robe in the morning and have breakfast. It's where their kids do their homework. It's a familiar, calm place. So use the kitchen table, guys. Um, don't use the dining room table. I told the story, I don't think I've eaten at a dining room table in my house since 2016. And yeah, I think it's been that long. Uh, I have not had a dining room table since I moved to Florida. Uh, I've taken that part of my house and I'm converting it into something, using it for a, a different purpose. People don't use their, their formal dining rooms anymore. Um, you know, th this isn't the days where everybody goes around and dresses in a suit and has dinner with their family when, when everybody comes home from work and school. Those days are, are, are behind us. So the kitchen table is the relaxed place. So that's where you want to go. So now the next spot is to talk about taking the tour of the house. The tour of the house is one of the most important things that, that you're going to do. And it's one of the things that every decision maker needs to join you on. This is a place where sellers, sometimes not because they're trying, uh, but sometimes because they are trying to kind of do a divide and conquer, oh, my husband will take you on the tour, or oh, my wife will take you on the tour. What you need to learn to say is, I really need you both to take me on the tour of the house. Uh, even though you've both lived here for you know 15 years, each of you have different perspectives about this house uh, that can give me better insight. When I build a marketing plan, I build a marketing plan, very, it's a very individually based plan based on the house. And one of the ways I can do that and do my best job is, that, is to get the insight and feedback from everyone that's lived here. So you take the husband and the wife in this example, and you go and you take the tour of the house. As you go through the tour of the house, you absolutely want to enthusiastically praise things that are good and things that are unique 
You may say, wow, that's an absolutely beautiful mantle you have over your fireplace. And the person says back, I, yeah, I actually built that myself. You know, I, I carved that myself. Well, guess what? Now I have a conversation piece. Oh, so do you, you enjoy doing woodwork? Oh yeah, I've been doing it for years. Now I'm building rapport, back to our, our REAL acronym, I'm building rapport as I'm walking through the house, getting to know the person. It's also important, guys, that you um, point out things that may not be perfect. Like go in the kitchen. You don't want to insult anyone, but you do want to say, oh, okay, so your, your cabinets here are granite. Yes, correct. Are these the original fixtures, if that's the case? And the reason you want to do that is you're setting yourself up for later for the pricing conversation. If you go in and just blow smoke, you know, up them, um, what, what are they going to do? They're going to think, oh, you know, we were thinking this house, you know, 350, which is only worth 340, let's say. Maybe now we can get 360 since he's saying how beautiful and wonderful everything is on it. So you do want to subtly point out flaws. Um, one of the worst things and the hardest things to point out though, by the way, guys, um, people will get offended and you have to be careful is if there's a distinct pet odor and you need to be very cautious because it is something that you want addressed because the last thing you want is for, for is to have this listing and have another agent come in the house and it smells like their basset hound or, you know, or their cat. Um, and there's, but there's ways to do that. And, you know, there's even showing tips that you can use, which I, which I recommend, um, that'll say to light candles, you know, open windows in some cases, uh, there, but there are ways to deal with it, but you want to make sure that somehow you get these things out so that when there's a situation in the pricing conversation, that person has that in the back of their mind. Yeah. Every other neighborhood, uh, in every other house in this neighborhood has a granite countertop. We still have the original Formica that keeps them grounded when it comes to price. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more, uh, finish up talking about the tour of the house and keeping everyone engaged. Uh, and then closing the conversation. This is the Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio Show. My name is Bill Zeltman. I'm your host. I invite you to follow me at America's Gurus. That's at America's Gurus. I am on all platforms. And we'll be back right after this. You're one of many realtors in your town. Most realtors use the same marketing tactics. They buy leads, door knock, send postcards. With no product differentiation, the client chooses the agent doing the most business. Why shouldn't they? That realtor uses the same marketing templates as you, but has proven to the client that they can get the job done with their track record of business. Meanwhile, you and the hundreds of other local realtors are all using the same marketing strategies and can't show that you're as successful as that top agent, while the client learns to ignore your efforts. This is where the My Town Guru's marketing and learning system comes in. We only work with one realtor per town differentiating them as the digital mayor or guru of their town. How do we do this? We create a website and social media pages exclusively for your town. We include local news, events, and partner with local businesses to provide fresh, up-to-date content management on your website and social media sites. Next, we help you build a community on social media 
creating a unique place where neighbors can meet and share local news, events, local happenings, heads-up notifications, job postings, advice, lost pets, remember whens, and more all with you in the center of it. We then teach you how to leverage relationships with local business owners and community organizations. Our unique solution allows them to post on your webpage and social media sites for free and instantly builds value and trust while anchoring you as the local expert and a resource for your community. This makes relationship building simple with every business and community organization in your town and makes you the natural realtor for them to refer business to. Also included is our Step Ahead Real Estate Training Academy. Our industry best online learning system and daily motivation videos teach you the skills you need to be a top realtor. There are 12 tracks of learning, 48 learning modules, and over 500 individual lessons and breakout sessions. This is the best educational system available to realtors, all included in the MyTown Guru system. Stand out from the crowd and stop marketing your way to mediocrity. Become the official town guru of your town today. Contact us now for a free demo and to reserve your town. Hurry before it's gone. Welcome back. This is the Guru's Real Estate Agent Coaching Radio Show. My name is Bill Zelp, and we are so glad you're with us as we're talking about the listing conversation um, in a little bit more advanced way. What we're talking about today are not as much the components, but inside the components and the physical parts of running a listing conversation. So we've been talking about taking the tour of the house. We've been talking about how important it is that every decision maker goes on the tour, uh, that um, you praise things that are nice, uh, you get in conversations about certain things, uh, and at the same time, you point out subtly what flaws are in the house. Uh, maybe some functional obsolescence or the fact that a, that a kitchen's outdated or a bathroom's outdated. Just to keep them realistic, on what their uh, price, uh, what you know, what how they're going to price the the property. The next thing I want to talk about, which is important, is keeping everyone engaged while you're uh, taking the tour and throughout this entire process. The thing about um, this this is usually hard because here's what happens: you go on a listing conversation and maybe you've already had a better rapport or when you get there you get a better rapport with one of the decision makers whether it be you know the husband the wife if it's if it's siblings you know the brother or the sister whichever you'll you, you guys will know and you i'm sure you've experienced this when you've been on listing conversations that you will have one person that tends to be the spokesman for the group well that's all well and good however um, and this is the person that at the end, you know, this is the person you want to give the pen to uh, first to sign the listing agreement, but you need to have everyone engaged. So one of the things that you can do is when you're walking through the house and you're asking some questions and you're finding that only one person is answering, ask the other person, hey, what are your five favorite things about this house? Or what are your five favorite things about this neighborhood? And what ends up happening is now you're going to see that person start to open up and stay engaged. Now, getting them opened up and engaged 
in this part is absolutely one of those things that you want to do and it's and it's important because now you're you're still in the rapport building and so this person's building rapport with you that person's you know both both people are building rapport with you however what you need to be uh, uh recognize and, and be cognizant of is that you need to do that through the entire process so when you get to the engage part and the p and now that that dominant person in the relationship is telling you everything about we want to move here we want to move you know we, we want to move to the beach we want to move there by labor day we want to um we, we you know we're retiring from work and they're telling you story after story after story like that you have to realize that that other person is now sitting there quiet and is not part of this conversation so again it becomes your job to ask a direct question to that other person and keep them involved in the conversation. And the more you do that, and the more, the more you uh, have both people and all people talking, and continue to keep them talking through this entire process. You know, you're going through your advising part, and you, you know, when you, when you do your feature, explain advantage, and you explain a, an initiative. Uh, just wanna make sure, did you guys both understand this? Make them both the firm. Yeah, I totally understand this. Uh, that way you have them both talking through the entire thing. You're building rapport, you're building a relationship with them, and you're making them a part of the process, which is what we're talking about here, is making them a part of the process because it is a partnership when you sell a house. That's why this is, again, the listing conversation, not the presentation. So keep everyone engaged, guys. It, it will change your success uh, in listing conversations, it'll take you from, from being that guy that closes three out of four to being that guy that closes 19 out of 20. Closing the conversation. So now you go through and everything's good. You guys even agree on a price. And we're going to talk about pricing conversation, as I said, in a separate podcast, because that, that's a big, it's a big piece. Um, and it's something that once you learn to do it, you're going to find that you're not going to take overpriced listings. You're going to be able to control the conversation with people. Um, and it just takes some confidence and, and, and some know-how and a couple tricks that I uh, have up my sleeve that I'm going to teach you. But we'll, we'll get to that in another, in another podcast. But today, closing the conversation. So you get through. You've built rapport with them. Okay. You now have... Uh, you, you've engaged them and you've established what it is they're trying to accomplish, why they want to move, when they want to move, where they want to move. Great. Now you've advised them. They know about you. They know about your company. They know about your marketing plan. They understand how their marketing, how each piece of your marketing plan is going to give them an advantage in selling their house faster and for top dollar. They now know the price of the house, you know, that, that this is what it's worth. They agree, they agree, they agree. Now they get to this L, you point the pen and they stop. Wait a minute. And they've got, a, they've got something. Well, you know, we want to just clean up the yard before we list or we want to get our gutters cleaned or we want to paint the living room. And they come up with some type of a thing, which is an objection, but that's what we call an, a blow off objection. A true objection is, you know, we had you over because we want to know what our house is worth. Uh, my husband may, may or may not have a job transfer. We haven't heard from his boss yet. That's a true objection. You can't list the house because they don't know if they're moving, right? Or they come and they say, 
well, we're just thinking about what our house is worth because we're going to retire in a year and a half. We want to sell it then. Okay, that's a true objection because they're not ready today. Their, their plan is in 18 months. But that's the point is that you have to know these things. So you know these people, going back to what we were, our example, that they want to move by Labor Day. And let's say that we're 10 weeks from Labor Day. So when they say, well, we want to do this, that is a blow-off objection. And the way to overcome a blow-off objection is very simple. You basically go back, take what they've told you that they want to accomplish, and restate it to them. So, you know, you said to me that you really want to be moved by Labor Day so you could be in your house to enjoy the fall at the beach. Uh, you're going to have your grandkids for a couple weeks, and you wanted them to, you know, be right there by the, by the water. And you tell that story back to them. And then you add to that story and say, you know, I understand you want to get these things done, but if you wait a week, two weeks, three weeks, we may not have enough time to find the right buyer, you know, negotiate a price, uh, go through home inspections, go through the mortgage process, go through title, go through everything and get you closed and find your new house by Labor Day. It feels like we have a lot of time. It's a long summer ahead, but we really don't. These days get short when we start doing things like this. Oh, you're absolutely right. We do want to be there by Labor Day. And guess what? Now they're signing. So always use, this is why it's so important in the engaged part of this, that you find out what they're committed to, where they want to move, why they want to move there and when they want to move there, because now you can use it back if they come back on some type of an objection, overcome that objection, as long as it's not a real objection, like my husband doesn't know or my wife doesn't know whether she's getting a job transfer. That's a real objection, but for any type of a blow-off objection, uh, that will help you. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, again, my name is Bill Zeltman. This is the Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio Show. Uh, we come to you each Tuesday. You can subscribe uh, for this podcast anywhere that you uh, subscribe for podcasts. Also, I encourage you to follow me at America's Gurus. I have videos, training videos, and encouragement videos that go up a couple times a week. So join us for that, and we will see you next week on the Guru, uh, Guru's Real Estate Agent Coaching Radio.